0: So today, in American conversations, we have uh, Bill Lee. uh, Full disclosure: He's a good friend of ours, uh, and he is the president of the National Survey Research Group, and he's been doing polls and GOP uh, oversight analysis, you know, for more almost thirty years. So, Bill, welcome.
1: Thank you. Glad to be here.
0: Uh, So, so how do we? I guess we want to take a look at. uh, the you know, Tuesday night's results. I mean, uh, New Jersey came in on Wednesday, but I mean, what, what's your overall assessment of what happened on Tuesday night with McAuliffe winning in uh, Virginia? Not only, not only, I mean, Virginia changed even in the House of Delegates and the Attorney General as well, so it seems like there's a, there's a landscape that sweep swept there, but Atlanta, there's some local races. Um, that turned Republican um, on the school boards. Connecticut has mm-hmm. their own insurgence of, of people getting involved. And then we have New Jersey that went for Murphy, you know, but not by a lot.
1: By very little. You, know, you also had the uh, local school board uh, races in Colorado uh, with what I term a positive result. You had uh, people in Minneapolis rejecting the defund police uh, movement in, in a variety of those things around the country. Having said all that, um, I don't particularly view this as a Republican Party victory. There is a Republican who got elected, three of them actually, in Virginia, and they did take the House of of Delegates. But I do view it as a victory by citizens versus an intrusive government. And, you know, or if you prefer, elitist versus the citizenry, which is probably a better way to put it. Uh, if you know you saw murphy's speech and and um the comment could be made that that was an elitist speech mm-hmm. like everything was fine it was a huge victory well of course none of that's true uh, okay. and if you turn around and look at the, what biden's had to say about it it's like oh well people are concerned yeah <laughs> he's right they are anytime you get between uh um, a uh, family and his children, you're on the wrong side of humanity, if you will. Right. And that's what's occurred here. And it's not just the CRT thing. It's just dozens of subjects, whether it's taxes or, or um, the alleged race issue. Uh, you, can, you can just continue down the line, paying illegal immigrants $450,000 or whatever that sum is uh, because they were separated Well, those benefits don't equate to what a deceased veteran's family would get if he was killed in combat.
0: Right, and then yesterday I think it was uh, I think it was Ducey that asked uh, Biden during the press conference if that was true, and he denied that that it was true. But I mean, and I don't know exactly how that story originated, but somebody reported it came out of the White House. Well, I
1: don't know where it came from, and the truth is yet to be found on that. But the bottom line is Biden doesn't know what's going on in his own government, so he's not qualified to respond to the question uh, it's just that simple uh, there are all kinds of things going on in his government he's not aware of 95 percent of them uh and whether or not it had reached the white house or not is is not the point the point is you've got an elitist government who is not in touch with anything
0: you know i i asked a, a mutual friend of ours yesterday i was talking to him on the phone and i said you know who who really is running this i mean is it ron Klein is it anita dunn is it you know bob bearer i mean you know, uh, the guy who, Ted, uh, I think his name is Kavanaugh, who placed him in the Senate when, when Joe became vice president. But, I mean, who's who's running this? this it, it's, it's a circus in Washington, D.C. And nobody seems to know, but the... Well, it,
1: it, it, there is no one person running it. Uh, it is a cabal of like-minded elitists uh, who live in their little... Um, what's the term I should use here? Closed-off society... In the environs of Washington D.C., and they only talk to each other. They don't know uh, to back up to uh, George Bush what the price of a gallon of milk is.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They have no clue. They have no idea what the price is, has increased to lately. They don't know, um, unless they happen to be in the transportation department and study it, what the price of gas is today. You know, they are not concerned with everyday cons- the everyday concerns of the average American family. They're concerned with what I what is commonly referred to as wokeism, or what can we do for illegal immigrants, etc. ad infinitum.
2: There's a term in Eastern Europe that's used a lot uh, that basically happened in Ukraine and elsewhere with the Soros organization called State Capture. I think that's what's happened here. And basically, the, the state has been captured by organized crime and uh, has different factions that are fighting against each other for control and you can see that in the security agencies but uh how, how do we get rid of that bill what are, your, what are your thoughts on that more of what we had tuesday night
1: uh absolutely um you and you've got to start at where that point uh, to use the the current situation where young started He could see as others around him could see the interference of the school boards etc the administrators with the school system kids are receiving pornographic literature they're being taught if you're white you're a racist Um, you know on down the line you will wear a mask you will get vaccinated well americans don't really like to be told what to do yeah but when you add in the fact that they're interfering with their children You've got an entirely different problem. So that's where this starts. And it has to start there because the system, uh, as we have known it in past decades and, and this century, has been corrupted by all these wokeisms, if you want to call them that. And government has become dramatically more inc- in, uh, intrusive. And so here we are. The Democrat system, or mantra, if you will, owns the education system. So, how do you change that? Well, you change it at the local level with the school boards, and then you just go up from there. Whether or not the Republicans can take advantage of that is still an open question. Um, Again, you know, there are a lot of suburban moms out there, to use the current uh, example, who think their family is more important than, um, you know, social change, if you will. it is certainly more important than the fact that they're registered Democrats. Now, of course, there's no registration in Virginia, but you get the point. They've been voting Democrat for a long time.
0: You know, now, it's, it's kind of interesting to me, the women I've been talking to since the beginning of this year, in <clears throat> different parts of the country. This is this is a little bit different than um, suburban moms, as we politically have called them in the past. These are mama bears. And there are papa bears that are out there, too, that normally would not have not have gotten involved in politics. But they take a look at the school board level. They take a look at indoctrinating children. They take a look at other people usurping the parental responsibilities and rights. And they're mad as hell. And I don't think.
1: Yes, agreed. Suburban moms is just a phrase, a catch all phrase in this context. It includes a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And a significant number of them are Democrats or independents as we mm-hmm. saw in the, uh, uh, as we saw in Virginia. And as we see in all these other races, we're talking about defund the cops. Oh, well, yeah, that's, you may like that idea, but it ain't working for me. It's yeah. not mm-hmm. working for my kid.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not
1: working for my family. Look at the crime rate in these, these Democrat run major cities. It's incredible. Just incredible.
0: And it's not it's not going down anytime soon. And the attitudes are interesting. I mean, even even in some places where you have these uh, Soros campaign funded uh, prosecutors, you know, in St. Louis or Baltimore, uh, San Francisco, people people are not buying. You know what's going on. They th- they think this is it's gotten a little bit too crazy. But how 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 do you think it's going to play out? You know, in twenty twenty two on the Hill because it seems to me. People on the Hill are not waking up like people are in the school, you know, people that are dealing with the school boards. All right. So, so Bill, I mean, we have people getting involved on the on the local level, the school boards, um, you know, and it's not just the school boards, it's with the teachers and the principals as as well. But I I don't see it. I don't see this type of conversation resonating on Capitol Hill. I see the same old, same old you know, boys and girls in the same club, you know, except for a few, a few exceptions to the rule. So how does, how does what we see on the local level capture the imagination or, or put the fear of God into some of these incumbents up on, on Capitol Hill?
1: Let me back up on that a bit um, by telling you, first of all, this was not a Trump victory. The other night on Tuesday night,
0: I agree with you on that. I agree. I don't think Trump had anything to do with that. I think. I think. This well, is no, uh, it, but though. that's
1: yeah. But let, let me back up a hair further. This is, um, in a sense, a victory, as I said earlier, uh, of the of the uh, citizenry over the elitists, and what that eventually translates to, or translated to, in this case. Is a function of electing those candidates who demonstrate the sort of Trumpian characteristics of, I'll fight for this. Okay. I so when a candidate for Congress in a primary becomes the fighter in the group of five running for that office, he or she's got an excellent chance if they have obtained that persona got an excellent chance of winning, Trump or no, Mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. But that, in effect, is part of where this came from. It is a, to some degree, a populist movement. Mm -hmm. And that populism defends its rights. It defends its family. It defends its income. End story.
0: Yeah, it's a very old-fashioned way of... um of igniting the field it really it really is because you yeah. can't shut it down because you know, people are well, saying well, the g o no. p
2: is completely corrupt I mean we have a situation in Savannah, Georgia where they are you know people are trying to get into the party elections, and the party is preventing any like data lists from going out that normally go to candidates they're preventing they're they're threatening to arrest people who want to move into the party apparatus. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, this is the uniparty globalist. I mean, they're just controlled opposition. They like their big paychecks and they're going to do anything they can to stop it. It's amazing.
0: You know, we saw that in Atlanta. I've got some bad news. Sort of being arrested, though. We saw a lot of people getting, you know, shenanigans in the local county.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. I've got some bad news for them. That that isn't going to work. They cannot ultimately, in most cases, control the winner of the primary. Yeah. And you know, for that matter, you know, talk about candidate lists, those are available commercially and probably better lists than the party can provide, right? Mm. Like, well, uh, these are like kind of,
2: committee lists and stuff like that, but go ahead.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's just mm-hmm. this is you recall the Tea Party experiment if you sure. will. this is very similar to that in some regards, local activists taking over controlling the issues sweeping aside local party officials who were of the establishment elitist variety mm-hmm. and that's part of what's occurring here you're going to see some of these candidates for school board wind up as uh, or supporters there of wind up as county chairman or in some cases state chairman committee people yeah you know the party's in the process of transforming uh, and that's and it has been for a while this is mm-hmm. this is not new part of that does relate to sort of a trumpian effect in fact, it started back with the Tea Party.
2: True. Under Obama. Yeah.
1: Yes.
2: As a re- as a response to that.
1: And, and you know, this what's occurring here, this is Obama 2.0. Oh,
2: exactly. They're running the whole thing, I think, with right. help elsewhere. But what, when do you think this all started, Bill? Do you think it started under Clinton, this corruption of the federal government? Or was it mm-hmm. Bush 1? I mean, what, when did it? really get in this i mean bush coined the term new world order for
1: god's sake you know i I think there may have been some elements of that um having said that the perception of uh, bush senior was still that he was you know in a broad sense Mm -hmm. traditional conservative Mm -hmm. and he would step up in a a particular national defense context or an economic sense um but not so much in a social sense
2: Mm
1: -hmm. and that has continued since then, but it's beginning to diminish uh, with progressive presidents. Same thing happened to uh, happened to W, and you know, through the process of Republican leadership between those two presidencies. Yeah. But what
0: What was the t- at what point though? Did the traditions go- just get th- tossed to the side? I, I mean, part of this this definition of progressivism, and, and 2021 seems, I mean, some of it's not even logical. It's not even based on science. It's not, ba- it's not based on truth or fact. I mean, it, it mean it's some, some of this stuff is really crazy. And I, I'm not certain that there's an origin going back to, to Papa Bush. I, I think it, I don't know where it came from, but all of a sudden everybody is defined by their quote unquote feelings, all right? There's no absolute right and wrongs. There's no absolute truth any place. But that's, but
1: that's that's an elitist and leftist progression. That stuff has always been there, it, it, at least in terms of my political history. It's just the fact that it's now, the, the in effect, a dominant element in the Democratic Party. Yeah, but, I agree. But
0: you know, my foreign friends look at America and some of this progressive stuff, they think everybody's lost their mind. I, I think they have too. It, to, to even have a discussion that it's even viable, because it's not viable.
1: In the I long-
2: think we're about to have a, a clash of uh, ideologies. If you we already have, but it's going to go toward. Really, if you look at 1917 Russia, I think we're in a very similar situation. But uh, obviously, we didn't have a czarist empire, but the Bolshevik influence to destroy everything previous, destroy history. You know kill all the rich people. I mean, except for in the elites, when the oligarchs maintain power inside the communist system. I mean, that's, I think what they're trying to do. I don't think it's going to work because we have freedom antibodies, you know, we have to, but we have to train the next generations to have those antibodies as well. Cause it, it will come back over time,
1: which takes us back to the school boards. Yeah. To the city council races to the county commission races. And in there too, I would tell you that those candidates, of whatever variety or party uh, who take the fighter stance i'm going to stand against the establishment i'm going to stand against the elitist i'm going to uh, be pro-family pro-freedom uh, individual freedom mm-hmm. uh, are going to ultimately uh, be quite successful now whether or not they can control and stop this uh, wokeism progressivism socialism you know remains to be seen but, you know, it's, that's, to me, that's to some degree the mood of the American populace right now.
0: I wonder how many people really understand that, you know, there are some people that are still roaming the earth from the days of the SDS and the weathermen, okay, that have infiltrated some of this woke, uh, this current woke generation, and, and realize that that they do not believe private property. They believe only in the communist like uh, ideology and that they um, th- there's, you know, when they talk about equity, they're not really talking about I mean, it, they're not talking about equality. They're talking about control of society that, that you're, you're commodified. But, you know, it, it seems almost as if we have a generation that is that believes that socialism can work that communism did work in the past, which is a fallacy, um, but they don't know any history. I mean, I've never. Seen they
1: don't know any history that, right? because they weren't. They weren't taught yeah. any history. It's our fault. Yeah, we didn't teach them. <laughs> no, they I mean, don't. Republicans read. have been absent. I don't think it's our this.
0: fault because they don't read. I mean, I think they, I don't think they have a level of curiosity. I mean, you've got to have some some sure. curiosity to be a good reader.
1: Well, there, there's a value valuable point there, but having said that, you know, if you're six years old and you're starting school and you don't get any history, period, um, through 16 years of education, where does that leave you? When the education system is controlled by the kind of um, framework that you're talking about, why are you going to know any history?
0: Somebody was telling me the other day that that the kids' history in school starts with the Vietnam War. I said, holy God. I mean, that's a that that could be part of a script for Saturday Night Live. It's yeah. so stupid. Yeah. You know, I mean, some of this stuff is 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 hilarious if it were not true. But it's dangerous for society when people are picking and choosing. You know what you're going to eat in your mind. They're going to well, tell you if, if it's apples or oranges. They're going to tell you whether it's peas or carrots, and 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 you're just supposed to live with that. But somewhere along the line, we have psychologically paralyzed Americans or the younger generation that they don't have the curiosity. They don't have the gumption to fight for things. I mean, my generation, you know, always stood up to authority. They they
1: challenged. Agreed. And and your generation also stood up to, in many instances, stood up against the government in the Vietnam War, right?
0: that was Some a little the, bit behind that was that was a that was that was actually in front of me but but still it was all part of that error but we we didn't we didn't take it i don't think and i think it was the Viet, the, the vietnam demonstrators the may day people uh, in 71 on the college campuses they took to the streets the guys before that my brother's generation you know in, in the years in the 60s when they were on the college campuses they, they objected, Walter Cronkite objected, uh, parents didn't want their kids to be drafted. And, but they, people said, no, 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 this is wrong what the government's doing at that point in time. But now it's, it's all consuming, it's a tsunami wave coming at you, whether it's the CRT that if you turn on one channel, they acknowledge it exists, if you turn on another channel, it's all in your head. I mean, there's there's two parallel worlds going on here in terms of the news coverage in America, and then you, and then you you have the parents having their rights usurped, and other people saying no, it's okay for the government to take over the family. And people sit back, and for those who are not engaged, I really wonder what happened to you.
1: Well, you know, again, it comes back to uh, it comes back to the educational system, mm-hmm. doesn't it? Think about that. I mean, do you think do you think that this generation has had any time educationally focused on the tens that are hundreds of millions that communism has killed? Can you think they've been been educated on the fact that no communist system, no communist government has ever succeeded? Yeah, I've spoken to
2: 20 somethings, young 20 somethings, and they laugh at when I say that. When I say sure. that 200 million people died last century, they laugh. Right. They it, it's not conceivable to them. they,
1: they, they, they had no grounding in it. They've never heard yeah. of it before. Yeah.
0: Just like a lot of the young kids don't know anything about the vaccine experiments in Africa that killed people.
1: Well, sure. Yeah. Or, and, where, and, and do you think, you know, does the media cover any of this? Well, no, not anymore. Not anymore. I mean, right. anybody creating documentaries out here on what the, Communist systems have done to their own populace? No. They mm-hmm. were twenty years ago, not now. China, China owns all the studios.
2: I mean, they've been very crafty, but you know, I, I just think we have to rebuild everywhere. Agreed. Rebuild studios, rebuild banks, rebuild media, rebuild retail,
1: schools, everything. Right. Hence all turned up media. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: So, Bill, looking forward uh, to the fall. Okay, we're, we're, we're. You know, believe it or not, we're soon to be in the you know Christmas, Thanksgiving holidays uh, part of the calendar this year. But starting, starting the beginning of the year, we always know it's a, it's a kickoff. What do you think the signs are to see if this momentum that happened on Tuesday night continues after the first of the year? What's, what's that roadmap look like?
1: Well, if you want a leading indicator, I would um, suggest to you watching for continued continued argument slash disruption in school boards i would look to see who's what kind of candidate is winning the primaries in both parties mm-hmm. is that person labeled an anti-establishment fighter uh, one that stands up for uh, you know the right of parents to be participating in their children's education and those sorts of things. And, and that's going to tell you where this is going, ultimately.
0: Do you, do you think that those those fighters are going to show up in the Democratic primaries as well as the Republican primaries? Do you, do you think there's going to be Democrats challenging the radical progressives in the Democratic primaries? I guess is the best way to ask that question.
1: Manchin's a pretty good role model there, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, it is. you don't have to engage in group think. You can think for yourself. Now, you know, Manchin's still liberal at the end of the day, but he is a, quote, moderate, actually probably a conservative as far as the Democrat Party is concerned. Um, and so I think, yeah, I think you're going to see a few more Manchins appear, some cinemas appear. Um, do I think they're going to be in majority? Absolutely not. You can, you, the Democrat Party can't stop their own problem not at this point they are they are invested no absolutely they are they are invested in and controlled by the elitists Mm -hmm. and you know i can sit here and cite you plenty of examples but you can just start with the most obvious one the squad Mm -hmm. and their hangers on some of the most ridiculous insane ungrounded elitist ideas you have ever heard or seen
0: See, I don't think of them so much as elitist. I think of them as really dumb women. (laughs) Economically dumb women.
1: Well, economically, absolutely. And I I think that that they
0: are inherently racist at some level, but nobody wants to say this because there's such hatred and vitriolic criticism against people I mean you know the, the, and where did they graduated with a degree in economics I mean it, it's just astounding to me.
1: but where Nobody did they get that degree what, that what were they what were they taught I, Bill,
0: you know I don't know if it's so much in school okay. I don't know because you 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 have people from different different parts of the country that are part of the squad. I mean different parts of the world that are that are part of the squad that weren't educated here in America. But it's a different worldview, it's a different sense of entitlement. I don't know if you're educated in, in school about entitlement, but entitlement is, is profoundly part of the progressive movement at this point in time. Absolutely. And and it's to me, it's the generation. Where nobody won the softball game, everybody won. Nobody learned to compete, but now all of a sudden, everybody's supposed to get the same thing. That's an, and for some reason, I want to think sports or how people decided about competition. You know, we that's had. A all, that's all wrapped into the school.
2: Class.
1: I mean, I think it, it builds the school. Out. Yeah, it's a school system, whether it's in, whether it's in Somalia or whether it's here okay it doesn't make any difference it all comes back to the education system and the media's subsequent education if you want to call it that uh, of the electorate and where do those media people get their education and what were they taught it, it's all in the system
0: okay all right then i'm going to be looking it, at the system. it's all in the system
1: it goes from education into the news media and then back to the citizenry
0: But where do they come up with these dumb economic ideas? I mean, you know, what we have going on on Capitol Hill, and I don't want to hear one more person tell me that, oh, this would be good for the country, good for jobs and good for climate, you know, society and stuff like that. This is a bankrupt model that these people have on Capitol Hill that's going to be for generations.
1: Christine, where where and why did the ethic, ethnic, I can't talk today, the ethic change? It used to be about earning your own way, making a contribution. Taking care of your family, mm-hmm. producing a good product, whatever it might be. That's no longer the case. This is not about competition. This is about give everything to everybody. In the hell with your rights, because the next person deserves it just as much as you do, whether they did anything or not. That that that's yeah. contrary to the original American ethic. Totally. The history of this country is you go work, you get rewarded, everything's fine. And you're allowed to do whatever the hell you want to within a certain framework. Your freedom goes as far as the next person's nose. Well, now it goes a lot further than that. Well, now it's intrusive. Restrictions.
0: Yeah, it's intrusive. It's intrusive. Yeah. But ev- even with this, the, the whole vax notion that has landed on everybody's kitchen table globally. I'm I'm still in shock how medical freedom is not even held up there with privacy. I'm just I'm blown away what has happened across the globe in the last 18 months or 20 months. It just seems to me that that whole concept that you have the choice to not go to a hospital, to go to a hospital, to go to a doctor, to go to an acupuncture, to go to, go to a therapist, is taken away from the human race. I, I, I've never seen anything like this in my life. I, I would never have thought that I would live in a world where people did not have medical freedom, globally.
1: Welcome to the world.
0: I know, I know. 2022 is going to be very interesting
1: uh, to say the least but it's going to continue beyond that this is a humongous problem with the entire american ethic it is directly challenging it and into some degree or other it is winning and that's where we are now
0: Bill, thank you for joining us today. And let's continue this more. I think going into 2022, I think we need to have more discussions and more analysis and more observations about what's important what's not important.
2: Um, and we'll see you soon. Thanks. Okay, happy to do it. Take care. Uh, thank you.